Looking for a place to take the family for dinner before the game? How about a place for dessert or a snack after the game? Friendly's and Springfield and Media are the perfect family-friendly places to do all of that. Our Friendly's Big Beef Burgers and Signature Super Melt Sandwiches are the perfect pre-game meal. And who could forget our award-winning ice cream that we've been making in our very own factory for more than 75 years? Friendly's is the place to bring the kids before the big game. Where else can you get a full kids meal, a drink, and an awesome dessert for just $5.49? Friendly's is proud to support the 2011 Marple Newtown Tiger football team. So make sure you come visit us inside the Springfield Mall or at our media location, which is located at 1145 West Baltimore Pike, right behind the Granite Run AMC 8 movie theater. Come in and try our new peanut brittle ice cream, but you're going to have to hurry because it's only available for a limited time. Friendly, serving happiness one scoop at a time. 17-7, start of the fourth quarter. Greg Pecco with Christo Garavales here. Marple Newtown leads it. It'll be second down and three for Marple. They're moving left to right. They're at their own 32-yard line here. Reidinger. Hands off to Moat. He shakes in the hole a little bit and isn't going to get any yards. Tackle made by number 57, Kevin Sherry. Kevin does a nice job at the defensive end spot. Coming across the field, taking Moat down right there. So it'll be a long third down here for Marple Newtown at their own 33-yard line. As Schallenberger checks out. Antista in. Fan's going to be the receiver on the near side of the field here. Moat in the backfield with Rosano. Antista, tight end near side, long. Far side is first. Ridinger looks to pass. Near side of the field, he's going to go deep, looking for Fam, and it's thrown out of bounds and out of reach of Fam. On the coverage there, number 31, Tyrone Charles does a nice job running with Fan the whole time. Jamie Rodinger taking a three-step drop right there, standing nice and tall in the pocket, throwing the ball down the field. It's just a little bit too far out of reach for Fan. So Kirkian will come on to punt for Marple Newtown at the 33-yard line. On the other 33 is Griffin and Michella. Kirkian, the punt. It's a high spiraling kick. It's going to come down to Griffin at the 34 fair caught. And that's what Strathaven wanted to do. Strathaven wanted to come out, make a stop, make Marple punt, and Strathaven has decent field position at about the 34-yard line. And Strathaven just has to not worry about passing the ball right now, I think. And I think they should just keep running the ball, get downfield. Hopefully they can break a big play with... Crawford or Griffin. Strathaven on their side of the 50 at the 34 with 11 minutes to play here in the game. 17-7 lead for Marple Newtown. Mulholland under center. Crawford in the backfield. Howie far side. Griffin goes in motion. He's going to take it for a sweep to the far side of the field. Makes the cut. Picks up eight yards and brought down as he trips over Howie who's blocking for him and picks up a first down though. Number 30, Samo, Samara Moat was right there, right around the play. He didn't have the full tackle, but he knocked him. He knocked uh, Howie right into Griffin right there. But that's what we're talking about with Griffin's speed. He's getting outside, finding a little couple lanes right there, and he's, had, he's fast enough where he can break a play anytime he gets it. Tavon Howie, a receiver near side. Griffin, the slot. Now there's a double motion, changing the formation. Crawford, Griffin, backfield. Handoff goes to Griffin, far side, off tackle. Picks up two yards, but brought down. 
Tackle made by number 55, Anthony Desiderio. Anthony does a nice job pulling Griffin down right there. So 10-21 to play. First down now for Strathaven as they cross the 45 and the ball will be spotted at their own 46. want to mention Burlap and Bean, one of our sponsors, is located at 204 South Newtown Street Road in Newtown Square at the shops at Springton Point. Mulholland comes out under center. Griffin near side. Far side is Howie. Crawford in the backfield. Handoff, double handoff now from Michelle. Excuse me, Vendetta then gave it back to Griffin, but he's stacked up at the line of scrimmage. Tackle made by number 66, Sean Ridinger. Sean does a nice job staying home right there. Right there, they're running the counter crisscross. They are faking the sweep to the to the left-hand side and have an inside handoff to Griffin. But Sean does a nice job staying home and making the play right there. Second and eight, 9.30 left. On their own 48 is Strathaven. Mulholland comes out under center. Near side, Howie Griffin in the slot. Handoff goes to Crawford. He tries to bounce it to the outside. Marple Newtown is on him. They're going to get him for a loss as soon as they bring him down. And it's going to be a three-yard loss. <coughs> Tackle made by number 68, Corey Power. Marple's not tricked on that play right there. It was just a belly to the left-hand side with Crawford. Crawford did not have the blockers in front of him. And Marple comes up and makes the play right there. Nice job, Marple. So third down and 13 from their own 43 now after the loss. On the play, Marple Newtown looking to come up with another big defensive stop, and Chris Kirkian checks in at defensive tackle, and he has an outstanding motor, and he's ready, fired up and ready to go for this play. Mulholland under center. In motion goes Vendetta. Fakes the handoff. Rolls out to the middle of the field. Throws far side. It is caught by Griffin at the 35. Tackle made by number 16, Joe Vesco. That was a nice job by the young quarterback, Kevin Mahal, there. They're running a waggle right, which is a fake sweep right, and he bootlegs around, and he stands tall. There's a nice ball up high because he knows Griffin can jump and catch the ball, and that was a nice job by Strathaven right there. Mulholland does have an arm for a sophomore. He's actually the starting third baseman as well for Strathaven's baseball team last year as a freshman. Mulholland under center. Gives the handoff quick to Crawford. Breaks one tackle. Picks up six, seven yards. Brought down at the 30. Tackle made by number 68, Corey Power right there. Strathaven running a guard trap with their power back, Andrew Crawford. He gets a gain of about six yards. Second down and four. Inside the Marple 30 and 8.04 to play. Marple leads 17 to seven. So you have Griffin Crawford in the backfield. Howie near side. Mulholland under center. And false start, near side, Howie the receiver that time, moving. As there was movement along the Marple defensive line, but they're allowed to move, Christo. Absolutely, and they can get back into their stance before the ball is snapped. Now, the snap, false start, offense, five-yard penalty, still second down. As a defensive player, if you come across the ball and hit the offensive player, then you have encouragement. So it'll be second down and nine from the Marple 34 is Strathaven. Howie near side receiver. Griffin, Crawford backfield. Vendetta far side, tight end. Bumbles the snap as Mulholland and then brought down. 
Tackle made by number 53, Connor Breslin, on the sack. And once again, Greg, we saw this last week. We saw this in the first half. Now we're seeing it again late in the game. Number four, the young quarterback, Kevin Mahalan, is fumbling the ball when, when, when they need a score. And partially whenever Strathaven gets the 30, partially shooting themselves in the foot, and other times Marple Newtown's defense stiffening up their defense. So it'll be seven minutes remaining, third down and long from the Marple 37. Mulholland under center. In motion goes Vendetta. Handoff goes to Crawford underneath, and he's brought down after only about two yards. Tackle made by number 55, Anthony Desiderio. And this is what happens when you run the wing to offense, Greg. You're about third and 12, six minutes to go in the game, and you have a tough time getting down the field if you don't have a passing attack. Now, with the wing T offense, you really only have bootleg plays, bootlegs such as rolling out to the right, rolling out to the left, or a straight or a straight handoff and faking it. But right now, Strathaven has their hands tied behind their back. They had a penalty. They had a tackle for a loss. And now Strathaven is 4th and 11 and down 10 points. And Marple Newtown has a man down, so we will take a break. Tigers lead 17-7, to 7, 6 Minutes, six and a half minutes left in the fourth. Hey, Tiger fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? That's because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, and always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly Soft Pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, or just for a quick snack. And you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. And we're back live action here. Final quarter of this one, Marple Newtown leads 17-7. to It'll be fourth down and 11 for Strathaven. Ball marked at the Marple 37-yard line. And Strathaven with 6.47 left is going to have to go for it here. Griffin near side in the backfield with Crawford behind Mulholland. Looks to fire far side. He's intending this for Zaza. Pass was deflected, incomplete. Ball short. Marble Newtown will take over. Unbelievable. Zaza had the speed out there. He was open. Play was batted down. And Strathaven has to turn the ball over on downs. And Mulholland's arm deflected there. But Marble Newtown will take over in their own territory at their own 36. 6.30 left, Christo, and 17-7 lead. Strathaven needs a quick stop here and quick points. It's going to be tough to do against this wing T offense, even though they probably see it all the time in practice. When it comes time to ball control, can't pick a better offense to be in. And you got to expect a healthy dose of Moat and Fam in this one. Antista going to be the receiver to the near side. Fam in the backfield with Moat. Reidinger under center. Reidinger hands off to Moat. Excuse me, Fam end around again on the sweep. Fake the handoff, and Fam picks up six, seven yards, and then finally driven out of bounds by Griffin. Tackle made by number 11, Fender. Fender coming from the inside linebacker position all the way outside and making the play on Fam. So it'll be second down and four after 
the fake end around sweep to Fam that time. 6.20 to play. 17-7 lead for Marple Newtown. Ball marked at Marple Newtown's 42-yard line. Ridinger under center. You have first and Rosano near side. Moat in the backfield with Antista. Handoff goes to Antista. He cuts back inside, picks up maybe six inches. I don't know, not even a yard. Tackle made by number 43, Jake Morris. Right there on the sweep. Jake's doing a nice job filling in for number 52, Josh Johnson, at the inside linebacker position. Made the tackle right there. Nice job. So 5.58 to play in this one. It's a 10-point lead for Marple Newtown. Third down and four from the 42. Their own 42. Big third down here. Ridinger comes out under center. You're going to have Rosiano near side. Mode in the backfield. Antista far side with Fam. Rosiano in motion and now flags down. And there's going to be motion on the line if they stop play. Dead ball. Delay. Offense. Five-yard penalty. Still third down. Wow, so that must have been within a, a half second of not getting it off, Christo, on the delay call. Absolutely, and that puts the Tigers back about five yards in Strathaven. Has a third, has the Tigers third and nine, and Strathaven can make a stop here, get a quick score. Then it's going to be a close game. Five twenty left, third down and nine from their own thirty-seven. Now Fam near side, looks like it's first far side receiver at the far hash, ball under near hash. Ridinger hands off to Moat, quick handoff. He breaks one tackle and gets the first down for Marple Newtown at the fifty. Tackle me by number 57, Kevin Sherry, that defensive end position. He makes a play on Moat. Moat right there running a guard trap. And Moat has the speed to hit the hole fast, get through the second level fast, and come up with the first down. That's a great run by Moat. You wouldn't consider or categorize Moat as a power back, but his speed almost acts as if he is a power back because he's able to drag guys before they can slow him down to a point where he can be tackled. Absolutely. He doesn't need to run he doesn't need to run over you, he'll just run by you. Four forty five left. First down and ten at the forty nine. Right into your under center. Moat in the backfield. Handoff goes to Moat. Cuts the off tackle near side. Breaks one tackle and then drug down, slowed him up enough after a first down as he crosses the thirty five, brought down at the thirty four. Tackle made by number three, Tavon Howie. Tavon coming from that strong safety slash rover position, making the play on Moat. And right there, Greg, we just talked about not having to run over players. You can run by them. And that's what Moat does best, run by players. And give Strathaven secondary credit. They haven't allowed Moat to break one. He's gotten big games, but he hasn't broken one for a touchdown because they've been able to slow him down with that contact in the secondary and allow their backup to get there as they did there. Reininger under center. He's got Rosiano. Motion by Antista. Handoff to Moat. Far side goes off tackle. Picks up eight yards. And then brought down after nine and close to a first down as he crosses the 25. Tackle made by number 45, Ira Ferguson. And the one thing about Moat, you give him the ball more and more, the stronger he gets. Some players, the more and more you give him the ball, they start not running as hard or as fast. With Moat, it just seems like he gets stronger as he gets more reps. And now... Officials time out and they're gonna bring on a measurement as this one appears to be too close to the next thing. No, they're not. They're gonna they're gonna mark it a yard shy. They signal a stoppage of the clock to check something. 
But now they're going to bring it out. Marple at the Strathaven 25. 3.37 left. Second down and one for Marple Newtown. Ridinger under center. Eight men in the box for Strathaven. Moat in the backfield with Rosiano. Handoff quick to Moat. Breaks through a big hole. Cuts to the outside. Stiff arms one man at the five. Relentless down to the two. Touchdown, Moat. And Greg, we just talked about Samara Moat getting stronger and stronger with more refs. And right there, Ray gives him the ball five times, and he ends up with a touchdown. You would think any other athlete in this game would be tired by their fourth or fifth rep of dragging people down the field and running by them. And what does Moat do? Just get stronger. And Sumaro Moat, a 25-yard run, and that's just Hart right there that got him into the end zone. Stiff-arming guys, lowering his shoulder and running and finally reaching across. Nicolardi for the point after. It's down. It's up and good for Nicolardi, and it is now 24-7. Marple Newtown with 2.15 left in this one, or 3.15, excuse me. We'll be right back on the Tigers Radio Network. Looking for a fun night out with friends or family? Visit Sprawl Lanes located on Sprawl Road next to the Dairy Queen. Voted best place to bowl in Delaware County by the Daily Times, Sprawl Lanes is equipped with 36 lanes with automatic scoring, a sound system, full-service snack bar, an arcade, and pro shop. Sprawl Lanes offers a variety of open bowling specials, package deals, and leagues for the casual or more serious bowler. Interested in having a birthday party? Choose from three different packages that will make your special occasion a memorable one. Stop by the center or visit the website at www.sprawlanes.com for pricing information or to book your next experience. Speak with one of the qualified staff members by calling 610-544-4524 today. And we're back. Final 315 left in this one. 24-7 lead. Marple Newtown in front of a large crowd here at Harry Harvey Stadium. So Mauro Mo just picked up his second touchdown on a 25-yard run a moment ago. And Nicolardi will now spot the ball at the 40 to kick it. It's been all squibs today, and it will be a squib once again. High bounce. Bounces then again at the 30. Picked up by Griffin. Far side hash. And only picks up 5-6 yards. Tackled down at the 37. Tackled me by number 51, Tom Panzer. He does a nice job there wrapping Griffin up. And we talked about this, Greg, right before the half. Moat is becoming a dominating back in this league. His speed and vision is taking over. And you just can't stop him right now. Samaro Moat now. 309. 24-7 lead for Marple Newtown. That last run could be it. Strathaven here comes out. Two wide receivers spread to each side of the field. Griffin is one of them. And Mulholland looks to throw far side. It is tipped and incomplete. Tipped by number 43, Ryan First. Ryan does a nice job elevating up there and tipping the ball away. And you have a young quarterback in Mulholland down big and having to throw with very little time left in the game is going to be tough. That's very hard to do as a young quarterback, but I can guarantee you something. This kid is going to, by the time he's a junior, senior, he's going to be something to deal with. So it's Griffin near side, Zaza far side, Mulholland three-step drop, looks to throw on an out route, incomplete, way ahead of Griffin. And the problem is, when you're in the swing T offense and you're trying to come back in a game like this and get down the field and you don't practice pass plays all the time like this with the young quarterback and your experienced receivers and running backs, you're going to have a tough time doing it in a game. you got to practice it. And, and a lot of his balls have been tipped today. Is that also because younger guys tend to telegraph 
Well, he also might be, he seems like he's a little bit sure of a quarterback. And when you don't drop back as far, you get that stuff t- batted down. So the third face. down and ten. Hand off to Crawford inside. And Marple Newtown has him bottled up. 3-4. Tigers are on him. And finally, whistle is blown. And Marple Newtown with 2.48 remaining will have a fourth down and long situation. They've put Strathaven in as they lead it 24-7 to here in this one. Tackle is made by number 44, Parker Moss. He does a nice job there. Taking him down and giving him a loss right there. Samara Moat checks back in for the defense and looks like Strathaven's going to punt it away. Griffin lines up at his own 25. Now he's a speedster, so anything could happen here in this one. 2.14 on the clock. Fourth and 10 at their own 37 in Strathaven. Griffin to punt. There it is. There's the snap, and Griffin will punt it. It is a high spiral far side of the field. Moat's going to let it drop. It's going to kick at the 35 and run out of bounds at about the 30-and-a-half-yard line inside Tigers territory. Under two minutes in this one. And this is it right here. A minute 57 left, fourth quarter. Marple's up 24-7. to Moat has to take over right here. And... In week three, certainly obviously a big win in this Central League. This will be for Marple Newtown. Should this score hold, barring a miracle at this point, under two minutes, Marple leads 24-7, to and they have the ball. So Rattinger comes out. He will get under center. It'll be Moat in the backfield. Fam will be the receiver to the near side. Number 22, Rosiano. In the backfield as well. Handoff goes to Moat. Going to take it off tackle. Breaks two, three more tackles and picks up seven yards. Hard running for Samara Moat. Tackle made by number 22. James Griffin from the safety position comes up and takes Moat down. And once again, Moat with that speed and that heart. He's running the ball down people's throats and he's running the clock out for Marvel right now. So it'll be second and two on their own 39 here. One thirty to play and Getting close to victory formation for Marple Newtown. As Rodinger will come out under center. You have Rosiano near side. Moat in the backfield with Antista. Rodinger. Rosiano in motion. Rodinger hands off to Moat again. He's going to go off tackle. He's going to be stacked up at the line of scrimmage and push back for a loss or no gain. Tackle made by number 43, Jake Morris. Jake doing a nice job filling in for number 52, Josh Johnson, at the inside linebacker position. He's been making plays all night. Moat is doing what he does best, speed, vision, and getting it done right now. And 50 seconds to play, under a minute here. Marple Newtown leads 24-7. All that's left is for the clock to hit zero for Marple Newtown. Third down and one on their own 40-yard line. Number 85, or 86, Craig Hamilton checks in on offense for Marple Newtown. Moat in the backfield with Antista. Rodinger under center. Rodinger takes the snap, hands off to Moat, cuts one through up the middle, should have the first down, and that should do it. With 20 seconds left, the clock will tick down. Marple leads 24-7. Clock will stop momentarily to move the chains. And now the clock will run. 24-7, Marple Newtown is the clock. It's 2, 1, and 0. Marple Newtown 
3-0 to start the season. They take down perennial Central League power Strathaven in this one. We will be back with a recap. Hey, Tiger fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? That's because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, and always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly Soft Pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, or just for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr, or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Zach's Hamburgers is a proud sponsor of Marple Newtown Football. Come visit any of our five restaurants located all across Delaware County in Aston, Crumlin, Havertown, Folsom, and Media. Determine for yourself why Zach's Hamburgers was voted the best hamburgers in Delaware County. Our family atmosphere, fresh ground beef, and sandwiches cooked to order are one of a kind. Don't forget to ask about the burger of the month as well as the Sunday special. For more information, visit our website at www.zacksburgers.com. Come taste the difference at Zach's Hamburgers. And go Tigers! And we're back. Greg Pecco, Christo Garavales, and the Tigers Radio Network. It has gone final here at Harry Harvey Stadium. Marble Newtown wins it 24-7. And, Christo, what can we say? Marble Newtown making a statement here to the Central League. Absolutely. They, did, they have been playing great football so far this season. We're only the third game into it, but they have been doing everything right. They're running the ball, taking control of the clock right now, and playing great defense overall. And once again, Samara Moat was the feature back of this offense. But really what's, what's striking is Marple Newtown's defense has been solid all year. Now their streak of scoreless quarters ended today at about 10 and a half as Strathaven was able to get one in the end zone. But that's it. Seven points in three games. That's pretty darn good and maybe the best in the Central League. Absolutely. And another big key for tonight was Jamie Ridinger. He only completed a couple passes here tonight, but they were important. They had He had probably had about, I'm not sure the final stats, but I know at halftime he had 35 yards passing, and Strathaven had negative one, and that makes a difference in a running game like this. You have that little extra effort by your quarterback and your receiver, hey, you're going to win the game. And, and by no means does the stat line really reflect how good of a team Strathaven is. I mean, they're still good. They're a young team. Uh, when it comes to their quarterback and, their, and some of their skilled positions, so they will be good down the road. But Marble Newtown, much better tonight, and they're improving, and a team like this that's getting better, led by a large senior class, is ready to go. And as you mentioned, Ridinger in the passing game, Joey Fan, that big catch, set up a big touchdown early in this quarter that kind of set the tone for the second, or early in the third quarter, excuse me, that set the tone for the second half. Absolutely, and Joey Fam also at the running back position, making a couple plays to take a little bit of heat off of Moat. And then Moat at the end, when the game's on the line, he has the speed, he has the vision, he has the agility to take over the game, and he'll break somebody's back like he did at the end there to score a touchdown. So final stats are in. Marple Newtown rushing 257 yards, 65 passing. First downs, 15 of them. Samaro Moat got... 143 yards on 27 carries, so a lion's share of the carries for Moat, no doubt, but another 100-plus yard game 
Joey Pham, two receptions for 41 yards, and Jamie Rodinger was 3 of 5 for 65 yards. Rushing for Strathaven, 192 yards, only 21 passing yards and 12 first downs. Andrew Crawford led the Panthers with 109 yards on 18 rushes. James Griffin, two receptions, 22 yards. And Mulholland was 3 for 9 with 21 yards passing. So there you go, Krista. The stat line tells it all. Defense and quality running games for both sides, but Marple Newtown able to punch it in more often than the Panthers. Absolutely. And then you know what, Greg? It sets up a great game for next week. Ridley and Marple at Ridley. It's going to be a great game next week. Can't and, wait. And Ridley had a tough test in that in the third quarter, Ridley was losing, I believe, 17 to nothing at the time. So heading into Folsom, Pennsylvania next week will definitely be interesting with Marple Newtown having a 3-0 record and Ridley possibly having a 2-1 record. And it'll be a good one next week at Ridley. And that'll do it for us here. You can read more about this game and get coverage of the entire 2011 season provided by Vinnie Gallo on IOfTheTigersBlog.com. Next week, the Tigers will travel to Ridley High School for a 7 p.m. kickoff on Friday, September 23rd in Folsom, Pennsylvania. Coverage of that game will be provided by Vincent Gallo of the Tigers Radio Network on www.MarpleNewtownFootball.com and on IOfTheTigersBlog.com. Our commentator, Christo Garavales. Halftime show host and engineer is Vinny Gallo. So that statistician is Stan Snyderman. Game clock operator is Frank Rufo. Head football coach for the Tigers is Ray Junta. Assistant principal and athletic director or athletic director for Marple Newtown is Dennis Reardon. Executive producer of the Tigers Radio Network is Jim Allsman. I'm Greg Pecco. For Jim Allsman, Christo Garavalas, and Vinny Gallo, thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Our next broadcast from Harry Harvey Stadium will be presented on Friday, September 30th, when the Marple Newtown Tigers play host to the Aces of Lower Marion High School. Kickoff is set for 7 p.m. Next week, the Tigers will travel to Ridley High School for a 7 p.m. kickoff on Friday, September 23rd in Folsom, Pennsylvania. Coverage of that game will be provided by Vincent Gallo of the Tigers Radio Network on www.marplenewtownfootball.com and iathetigersblog.com. Until then, for Greg Pecco, Christo Garavellas, and Vincent Gallo, I'm Jim Allsman wishing you a good night from Harry Harvey Stadium, and go Tigers! <laughs>